So, did you know that the Word of God can change your life? <laughs> now I'm talking about the Word of God. I'm really using it. Let's go to Joshua 1.8. Out of the Amplified. I know Joshua comes before Judges. <laughs> you know, there's a lots of good stuff in Joshua 1.8 that you could claim. Okay, it says, like, uh, before we even read Joshua 1, put up verse 3. Just, just some good stuff. You know what? Every place, let's say you've you got to go to a new job or you're going to move or, or something, and it says, every place upon which the sole of my foot shall tread, God has given to me. <laughs> I mean, we used to <laughs> sing a song like that. And then verse 5 says, No man shall be able to stand before me all the days of my life. And as God was with Moses, so he'll be with you. I will not fail you nor forsake you, says the Lord. You make it personal, see? Be strong, be confident, be of good courage. For you will cause, <laughs> I put this people of living word to inherit the land that they deserve, that God has given you. God has given you, I'm not talking about land. It could be anything. It could be your work, your, the place where you live. It could be a new house, new apartment, whatever, a new car. He'll give you land. He'll give you. It's, 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 and he has a, a plan for you, and that plan is one of the best plans. This, uh, that was verse 6. No, no, it was verse 5. So, uh, be strong. No, it was verse 6. Okay. Okay. So, be strong, though. Be confident. Be of good courage. And you will inherit what God wants you to have, and he wants you to have it all. Did you know that you are supposed to be like living heaven on earth? Everything that heaven already enjoys is yours as a born-again Christian. Did you know that? That's the honest-to-God truth. We're already blessed with everything that heaven already enjoys. I'm going off on a different tangent now. <laughs> but you know what? It says the second you are born again, receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are translated conveyed from this kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. I think of a conveyor belt in, like in a factory, and, and you, you're gone into the kingdom of light. So what is the kingdom? It says the kingdom of heaven. It says it in Colossians. You're transferred immediately. That kingdom is talking about the kingdom of heaven. Then it talks about how you're a... Now, really... You're a citizen. Welcome. You're a citizen of heaven. The Bible says you are now a citizen of heaven. Forget the United States. I mean, the United States, I'm glad we're citizens of it. We're still pretty free here. But, um, and, and God's going to take over. I know he is. There's all kinds of ministering angels that are being loosed from the heavenlies because of prayer. And those, 
and they're, they're going to do something. <laughs> so I totally trust in the Lord. Communism isn't going to get in here. But, um, but you are citizens of heaven. And in heaven, there's no depression. There's no lack. There's no sickness. There's no disease. There's no pain. There's no lack. All these things. And we've got to get to the point. But see, sometimes there's these little things that God is trying to tweak us. He's trying to tweak us. You know, people live a holy life, but you, there's more tweaking. There's little tiny things that God's dealing with me. Like, ah, oh, I didn't even, whoa. <laughs> and he wants to tweak us so that we can before he takes us up. Even in the rapture, there are so many signs that Jesus is coming back soon. And you know what? Well, just know this, though. You're, if, you are in, if you are raptured, you are going to be a leader in the millennium, which is another thousand-year reign. But you are going to be ruling and reigning. Going way off on this. <laughs> So tweak yourself. This is not the time to compromise. <laughs> not the time to compromise. This is just the little things in your life that you know. And yeah, this is the time to assemble. It says, as the time gets near, assemble together. Yes. Hebrews 10.25. I could go there, but okay. But uh, okay. So be strong and confident. Let's go back to this. And of good courage. For God will cause you to inherit the land. Verse 7 repeats. Only be strong and very courageous that you may do according to all the word of God. We're no longer under the law. But turn not to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper Wherever you go, if you don't compromise, you'll prosper. Amen. Now, this is the verse we were looking for. This book of the law, this word of God, this, this is the word of God. We're in the New Testament now. Shall not depart out of your mouth. Shall not depart out of your mouth. Shall not depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate on it day and night. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So you may observe and do according to all that's written in it. Yeah. Then you're going to make your way prosperous. You're going to tweak yourself. You're going to know I, this is, isn't right or this is, is wrong. Or You're going to have wisdom as to how to make decisions. You'll know if you're getting a lemon car, if you're going to go buy a car. You'll know by the Holy Ghost. You, he will make your way prosperous. And then you shall deal wisely and you will have good success. There's a lot in that verse. But see, the whole word of God is for us, but we are living in the New Testament. Okay, so what we need to do to change our life. Now, I'm going to talk about healing, finances too, and our finances is to discipline ourselves to say what God says. 
Y'all know. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to say this. God says, don't even say, because I'm always telling on myself. And sometimes, <laughs> I tell you, I'm no, <laughs> I just got a different position than the rest of you. But, you know, I, t I told you I was diagnosed with something, to, really nasty stuff. <laughs> and um, one time I had cancer, I was diagnosed with cancer, had it removed. I'm fine. That was over 10 years ago now. Never took chemo. Okay, but had it removed. Okay, but uh, that, that's not what I'm talking about. This is, this, and you know, I was going to physical therapy and, and <laughs> getting all these <laughs> injections in the bones. And <laughs> anyway, and I, I, I really was talking about it too much. This sermon is for me, but it's going to help you too. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, you got to discipline yourself to say what God says about you. And you know, I've been a stickler, and I was goofing up, and I, I've repented, and I repent to you too, because I'm supposed to be an example. But you, you may feel like it's a lie, like pain. Ugh. Pain, I'm talking pain, yeah, yeah. But, but, but God doesn't see you the way you are, but the way the word says Amen. you are. He honestly doesn't see you that way. Amen. See, he is the word, yeah. right? Amen. And that's why it's vital to confess the word daily because it puts faith in your heart and makes you more courageous, yeah. like, like that said. And, you know, and some people search other areas. Yeah. You know, uh, Romans 3, um, actually, I got the Passion, I had the Passion Bible with me today. It's Romans 3, 3 and 4. It just says it out of here better. Yeah. Um, you can put it up there. Well, you don't have to. But what if some were unfaithful to their div divine calling? Yeah. Does their unbelief weaken God's faithfulness? Yeah. Absolutely not. God will always be proven faithful and true to his word while people are proven to be liars. Now, I don't mean they're deliberately lying, but this will fulfill what was written. Your words will always be vindicated and you will rise victorious when you are tried by your critics. Okay, here's what really, it's in the King James it says, let God be true and every man, every man a liar. Okay, so you go to the doctor and he tells you something. But, what, but the word of God says the opposite of that. This word is forever established in heaven. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word will never pass away. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. How can God pass away? He won't. His, he is the word. And when you say something like, I am healed, that's his word. And you keep saying that, your body, the supernatural realm comes into the natural realm, and you say it often enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> this, okay, I'll just say this. When the cancer was there, honestly, I didn't have any pain. There was a lump there, and then they took a piece of it, and it was cancerous. So let's get rid of it <laughs> fast. 
Although I asked the Lord what to do. All right. I believe in healing. But I take no chemo. No chemo pills. Nothing. Anyway, this, this was a little different. This was pain. <laughs> More pain. Yeah, some are going, yeah, yeah, I know. Chemo. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, so, but I was talking about it too much. I even said to you one day, and I went, what did you say? I said to Lonnie. I said, I guess I was just venting on you. You're not supposed to vent. You're not supposed to even vent on people because when you do that, you reinforce what's wrong. And I was thinking, you know, sometimes we have to go through things to understand other people. <laughs> and it's true, but it's best not to vent. <laughs> because when you vent, you're reinforcing what's happening. Okay. So let's, let's, this is the word of God. Please honor and respect the word of God. Yeah, God. I'm saying that for a reason. <laughs> All right. All right. So, okay. Maybe there's facts about your life that don't line up the word of God. Sickness, disease, lack, fear. And there are scriptures to cover all of this stuff of God let him, said, let himself be true and every man a liar. And whether you believe God's word or not, you need to be obedient to what the word says to meditate on it and speak it out loud. Even when we say something here, if you don't participate with your mouth open, it is not going inside. Because what the word says about you will not just happen because it's in the Bible. It, it won't. That's right. Come on. Come on. Or just because you're a Christian. Yeah. You see, here's, here's the deal. Okay, now I'm getting into something else again. Come but on. but on. people say God's in control. God's in control. He is not in control. If he was, why is the earth in such crazy stuff? There's a devil that still, it says he is the God of this world system. It says it in uh, Corinthians 4.4, 4, 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, right, Kim? My walking Bible husband. Okay. Anyway. And, okay, God did everything that he was going to do on the cross. He did it for us. Then, before he ascended up into heaven... He says, behold, I give you the authority on this earth to overcome the devil. I give you the authority. Now look, when something has happened, I haven't always done that either. There can be sadness. There can be depression. There can be things that, that you, you know, your, your emotions come up. And then I've done that too. So I understand. But we've got to be stronger. It's like, okay, the tree went down, you know, let's get it back up again. You know what I mean? Bad news about whatever, about the family, about your diagnosis, but I don't care, man. I've been diagnosed with stuff, and I'm still standing here, and I'm almost 83, and I, because of faith, 
You have to have faith in God. You've got to trust God. When you're a Christian, you love God. You trust God. And we can sing it and say it all we want, but when the rubber meets the road, that's when we got to trust him. God, I trust you with all my heart. I mean it. I really do give all you the glory to you. It's not just, you know, well, you know, and see, because we're, then we're always going back to the world system. See, that's what I'm talking about, tweaking. It's, we've got, we got to go to a higher place. You want to be in the first load in the rapture? Yeah. <laughs> see, it, okay. But it, it happens only when you get in agreement with what God said. Not what others say, what's happening around you. See, God sees according, he sees you according to his word. And God's word is truth before it ever happens. See, are you lying when you say you are healed and you still have symptoms? No, because you are speaking eternal truth. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. That's a scripture. Hi, can you refute that one? No. You know, maybe whatever happened hasn't manifested in the natural. Yet, that's why you are saying what you want. You go to a restaurant and you ask for something that you want. <laughs> See, you are calling in the thing that is not yet manifested. And you're calling things that are not as though they were. <laughs> and the time to do that even more is when the very opposite is true. When the bank account's down, when the symptoms are worse. <laughs> See, Ephesians 6.16, oh, we got the armor of God, yeah, sure. <laughs> You got, that's when you got to take the shield of faith. When you've heard something, to be real. See, okay, some people don't know. For 40 years, we were in a, you know, a church, and, and I, I knew there was more. And then my daughter was, we were lived out in the country, and, you know, she went from a country school to junior high, and they introduced drugs to her because she, she's real social, and she wanted some kids to like her. <laughs> yeah, and so she got hooked on drugs. <laughs> I mean, we're talking Everclear and LSD <laughs> stuff. And, um, and so uh, I didn't know, we were kind of naive about stuff like that. Um, and, you know, although we had gone to church all the time, which was good because she called out to God to help her. And I really, we really didn't understand what our marriage was going haywire, all kinds of, ugh, ugh, everything was going bad. And um, then one night, uh, we were all <laughs> arguing, and I was pacing the floor, smoking my cigarette. And <laughs> he said, I'm going to bed. And I'm going to Just being honest. I'm just <laughs> and then... Um, and so all of a sudden, she locked herself in the bathroom. We had three other kids, but, you know, anyway, she was the oldest. She's in her 50s. She's 59 now. 
anyway, anyway, um, and uh, she came out and she says, Mom, Mom, I had, a, I had a vision of Jesus in the bathroom. It was the cross. I saw the cross. And, and she said, his blood was, uh, I think she was going to cry. Blood was dripping on me. And she said, all these burdens just lifted off my back. And I went, oh. I, it was just bang, just like that. I didn't hear about being born again. Nobody even told me that term. I never heard of that term before because they didn't tell us that. And, and I went, oh, I always wanted to follow, uh, to be a higher place. And she says, now you and I, and we didn't even know what happened to us. <laughs> and we started, we started, you know, looking up preachers in Omaha <laughs> and stuff like that. Marilyn Hickey was one of them. Marilyn Hickey's in her 90s now. <laughs> she's still kicking. But, uh, I mean, she's still, you know. So, you see, God, you know, and then later I found out what really happened to me. I got born again. So just bang, just like that. I said I always wanted to, to follow a different beat to the drum, you know, than I was or something to that effect. Okay, so see, that's, okay, now, how did I get onto that? We have got to speak. Sometimes you know, have to know how you got there. Immediately, so then I got filled with the Holy Ghost in the bathtub and never heard of it in my life. God wanted me to get filled right away. And I was singing in tongues, and I, I told you that. People think that's wrong, that it is not, or God wouldn't have given it to me. I had no idea. And later, two weeks, two or three weeks, somebody mentioned something about it, that speaking, and, and, and I went, oh, that's what happened to me. <laughs> and I was worshiping God, because I really was sincere about that. You know, that, that was 1980, 1979 at the end. And, and folks, the life changed. But the sincerity for God I could see the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want this to be a not, you know what I mean? A religious religion, right. church. Right. We we want to follow what the word says. Yeah. This is the word of God. Yeah. And the word of God is forever. It is yeah. God. You can burn up all the Bibles, but you're not going to burn up God. It's impossible. Every Bible in the whole world could be burned up, and this word will still stand. So, okay. So the word is important. To, instead of saying the negative circumstances, say the word. Okay. So let's go to Mark 11 and put uh, verse 22 through 24 up there. Out of the King James zone. So Proverbs, now I'm just going to tell you this in between while she's getting up there. Mark 11, Hallelujah. 22. All right, Proverbs 18, 21 says, don't go there. But it says, anybody know what it says? Death and life. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. And they that love it, love what they say, will eat the fruit of it, bad or good. 
It doesn't say that God, death, death and life are in the power of your tongue. It doesn't say death and life are in the power of God. It doesn't say death or life are in the power of the devil. It says it's in the power of your tongue. Ooh, and the book of James talks about how it's a deadly poison that it can, can, uh, can dis sure, destroy your whole body. See, if you keep talking negative, if I keep talking about my diagnosis, shut up. <laughs> I mean, sure, you can have strong constitution, but it could be on the outside that I want it to be spiritual constitution. You know what? I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his what I that's what I want. Okay. So Mark eleven, it says, now that the first part of that is he said, Have faith in God. Do you have faith in God? Another way to say that is I have the faith of God. Because if you when you get born again, every one of you it says in Romans have a measure of faith. You were given the faith of God himself. Okay. Now, next one. Truly I tell you, oh, honey, could you put that in the King James? It doesn't say it right in the Amplified. It actually does. Not quite right. Because of, of Jesus appearing to Kenneth Hagin and, and telling him three times. There are certain things you got to watch. Okay, truly, I... Oh, you don't have it up there yet. The King James Version? You can't get it? There you go. Verse 23. Something wrong. Could you go back there and... Check it. Oh, oh, okay. You got, you need. Okay, I'm just going to say it. All right. Okay. Yeah, I know my heart, but I'm just going to better take it. Now I'm in Matthew. Okay. Yeah, 22 has been up there. <laughs> For verily, now when Jesus says verily, these are Jesus' words. For verily, it means I am really serious about this. It's a guarantee. It actually means I guarantee. I guarantee, I say unto you, that whosoever, and you are the whosoever's, shall say unto this mountain, this problem in your life, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. And you know, I, you know, just by, you got to meditate on that. Why cast into the sea? Because seawater dissolves stuff. It dissolves stuff. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says, those things which he says shall come 
to pass. He's going to have whatever he says. And say this over and over. You're going to have whatever you say. You're going to have whatever you say. You are going to have whatever you say. You are going to have whichever you say. <laughs> you know what? You're going to have whatever you say. <laughs> now, it isn't, you know, we're not talking about a literal move. I don't know, maybe you could. A literal mountain. We're talking about the problems in your life. Okay. But you are going to have whatever you say. Next verse. Therefore, I say to you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, before you see them, before you see the desire, but when you pray, you got to believe that you're receiving it. And guess what? You're going to have it. And you know, actually, this is, this is really important, too, the, verse, the next verse. And when you stand praying, forgive, if you have aught against any, that your Father which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Next verse. And if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. But however, I am saying this, you're going to have whatever you say. Ah. Oh. And I'm, I'm just a little bad at myself. I'm preaching to myself <laughs> because I have, you know, <laughs> and this and that and this and that. You know, you can't. <laughs> mm. So you've, Jesus defeated Satan. How did he defeat him? He spoke the word of God at the Mount of Temptation, right? Jesus kept saying to the devil when he tempted him, after he was in the devil, he kept saying, it is written, it is written, yeah. it is written. That was an example we have to do. He spoke only what God his Father said. It shook Satan's kingdom beyond repair. And you have the authority by the word of God because you are God's child to do the same thing. But if you never get into this word, then you don't know what it says. So proclaim what God says about you or about your circumstances. That's why we're saying, repeat who you are in Christ. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. We've got to get to that point, folks, even because of what's happening in the United States. What's happening God is, there's a revival coming and he is counting on us to be, you know, strong. See, say the word of God out loud, not in a whisper or just reading the word. Satan cannot read and he's really hard of hearing. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Quote, quote that word out loud and speak it because when you do that, it goes from you, because when you're speaking, it especially goes right down into your heart. See, too much we've been in the mind. We can be born again, even spirit-filled Christians, and still operate from here. And we're supposed to operate from here. And there is a huge, huge difference. 
See, the Bible principle you're operating on by confession of the word is the principle of call, calling things that be not as though they were. And honest to God, that was God's method of operation. It was his MO. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So, uh, so 1 Corinthians 1, 28, we're not going to put all these for the sake of time. because Okay, God has chosen the things which are not visible, let's just put it that way, to bring to nothing things that are. Pain, diagnoses, cancer. So, okay, so God chose... He chose that method of things that are not to manifest, like even in new finances. That's why I call the money in. You call it in. Okay, so see, things you cannot see with a natural eye, he gave you this method of calling it in to bring to nothing some of the things that you don't want in your body, don't want in your children, don't want to... He, he, he gave you that method so that the opposite is manifested. You know what? The earth was, it says, was dark. <laughs> and God didn't say, like I might have said, oh, wow, look how dark it is down there. No, he didn't say that at all. He didn't say nothing. He went, light. B, <laughs> healing B. <laughs> yeah, children B. <laughs> Whoops, you might have more kids if you do that, though. <laughs> uh, children follow God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Are you laughing? No. <laughs> Okay, now you bring to nothing the things you don't want, but then you speak in the things you do want. See, not means zero, reduced to nothing, and this is a Bible principle. So in other words, when you are sick, you call yourself healed. If you have no money, you call your bank account full or your wallet full. God chose this method, we did it. He chose spiritual forces you cannot see or feel or hear or taste or touch. In other words, we are operating by our senses all the time. When I have pain, I was moaning, groaning. And you know what? That's operating by senses. It is. Well, gosh, see, the whole world system operates that way as Christians we're really supposed to get strong and operate by F-A-I-T-H, faith. So he chose that to reduce to nothing those things that you don't want or the things that you do deserve. And you know what? God is 10 times, million, zillion times better than Santa Claus. <laughs> He's, he wants you to have everything. You know, I know there's not 
a Santa Claus, but people <laughs> get that. You know, there was a Saint Nicholas who used to give stuff out to people. Okay, but you have to get in agreement with the word. And if you have a problem and you can see it and hear it and feel it, then it's in this natural realm. And you want to get in the spirit realm with the word. There's a difference. And you know, maybe right away it doesn't work, but you keep calling it and calling it and calling it, and it will come, because I've done it. How long is it since we've been Christians now? Since 1979, the end of 79. So, I mean, you know, and we'd go to church all the time there, you know, but okay. Okay, you... You, you use your faith and the word of God to change it in the spirit realm. And you know, Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Do you know what? There's a scripture, it's Romans 14, uh, 23, and it says, if it's not of faith, it's sin. Woo! That one's huge. Yeah. So the unseen realm, there's a spirit realm. There's angels in here right now. That's an unseen realm. Is governed by eternal, never-ending principles. Heaven and earth are going to pass away. But the word of God will not. And you speak the word of God, which is eternal which cannot pass away. And Jesus used it in his ministry. It's the principle of calling things that be not as though they were. Okay, so that's what Abraham did. Abraham wasn't even a Christian because Jesus hadn't died on the cross yet. And, you know, he was getting to be, what, 100 years old and his wife, was 90, and she couldn't even have a baby when she was 19. And he wanted a child. That was the one thing he wanted. And so God actually changed his name to Father of Many Nations. And see, when he did that, I heard one preacher, I can't take credit for this, but he said, Sarah, let's see, what? Uh, Sarah said, hey, Abraham, go take out the garbage. <laughs> and see, Abraham, when she was saying that, she was saying, father of many nations, take out the garbage. Father of many nations, go get some groceries. Father of many nations. Do you see what I mean? He changed his name from Abram to Abraham. For a reason. I was going to go to the whole scripture. Do you get what I'm saying here? Because nothing was happening. And so she had a baby when she was 90 and he was 100. Which was impossible. Whoops. Then he told Abraham that that kid, maybe, uh, I don't know how old he would have been. How old? I think he was 18 years old. Yeah, he was up there. Like he could beat up his dad. But the reason I'm saying that is he said, let's go do a sacrifice in Mount Moriah in the, in the mountains. And, um, and he said, 
so they went up there and they took the wood and all the stuff so they could burn it and or, you know and all that stuff a knife and he said father where is the sacrifice <laughs> his kid asked him that and he says the lord will provide in fact right there in the in the uh, hebrew it means jehovah jireh my provider but um you can imagine, you take, God told him to sacrifice his only son. And he did that so that God the Father, it was on the same mountain where Jesus was sacrificed. I said this the other day, I think in Bible study or something. But I mean, that's interesting. It's about, it was Mount Moriah. What, can you imagine taking, you go, okay, who's got, a, yeah, okay, how about, Chrisanne there, or how about you guys? You're taking Wyatt and say, I'm, you know, yes, God will provide. See, you've got to have faith in God. Do you see? Abraham wasn't even born again. He said, go sacrifice. You know, they show pictures of him with a knife. And that's how much Abraham, he already was tied up on the altar. And then he said, oh, there's a ram in the thicket. So he had to totally trust God. See, we have to totally trust God and what his word says about all, this, all these things. So God has chosen things that are not what the word says about your health when you're sick or what it says about your finances to bring to nothing the things that are. What's coming against you this is God's method. In other words, call into manifestation the thing that is not. And it will do away with what is going on. See, confessing the answer is not denying what exists. It's calling things that are not as though they should be, according to the word. It's in the word, and that's spiritual and will never end, so we know that it's right. Okay. Now, don't misunderstand me here, because some people will say, I'm not sick, I'm not sick, I'm not sick. That's, you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> you're, <Right>. Because that's, right. <laughs> you're saying, <laughs> saying that doesn't make you well. In fact, that's a lie. Confession is different. It's a method of calling things that are not as though they were. You say, yes, I'm having symptoms, but I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Because that's what it says. As a Christian, I'm healed. Okay. Well, I don't feel healed, but I'm not going by how I feel. I don't live by my senses. It says, it says that faith does not go by the senses. Right? It does not. Okay. I walk by faith and not by sight. In other words, what I feel, what I hear, what I see, uh, whatever the rest of it, I guess, even smell, taste, whatever. I can't taste, so I must add COVID, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> see, you, you start to use, you don't deny the sickness, 
You're, you deny its right to exist in your body because you are a child of God and you are the temple of the Holy Spirit and all those things are scriptures. You're a new creation in Christ's scripture. You use scriptures because they're eternal. Now, you may be criticized for it or made, made fun of, but that's God's method. See, the more you say that tractor... I call that tractor in. I call that tractor in. I call it in. Say it a hundred times a day if you have to. I call in that new tractor. You were prophesied over about it. You know what? It'll, it'll manifest. It will manifest. Now, you're, you're talking to somebody who needs this sermon too. So see, see, okay, well, people say, well, who do you think you are, God? Well, <laughs> no, but it's better to act like God than to act like the devil, right? <laughs> See, if I'm acting like God, I'm saying what God said about me. And in Ephesians 5.1, it says you're supposed to imitate your heavenly Father who is God. So, so really, if you're, if you're saying what the devil has done to you, you're acting like the devil. <laughs> Forgive me. No. <laughs> But, you know, you can just, you can sit there and just quote what the devil said, and you're falling right in line with what the devil say. And he'll say to you, you're sick, and you're going to die. He even told me that just recently, because it was like everything was falling apart. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'm going to rise out of this stuff. <laughs> you know? I have the right to go. I'm 80, almost 83. <laughs> See, you're never going to get any better. Blah, 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 blah. See, don't quote him. He is a liar. You go to God's word and you get some hope, and though you feel hopeless. And, that, and really, take the spiritual force of faith and call into manifestation. A healed body. Now, see, you can get down, too. I've been there, depressed, and I don't feel like it. I don't really feel like it. <laughs> I'm very serious. This all happened to me within the last few weeks. Depression. It's like, ah. I think, oh, the cat needs me. <laughs> Nobody else. Oh, you do. You're, well, you were the only one. No, I was. She said, I did. Well, it's stupid stuff. Do you know that's the enemy? But it was just hurting. So it isn't that I don't know how you feel. But I am telling you, you have to rise up out of it. Okay, now some people say, oh boy, that, that's really crazy stuff. Well, I'm going to tell, uh, this, this part, I'm going to skip some of my notes. Um, people will make fun of you. Some will say, I don't believe in calling things like that. Uh, you know, well, and he, Satan's just sealing our finances. I probably said that, you know, about the furnace and about this and that, because we wanted to get carpet. We had all kinds of ideas, you know, changing we, yes. we got to do something with that wall and yeah. stuff like that. All of a sudden, now we need all that money for a furnace. Yeah. 
you know, for air conditioning and all that stuff. And, um, uh, but see, well, he's just trying to feel, sir, you keep saying that, and he will. Oh, look at him. They're really concerned. That's my job. Make it worse. I'm going to make him feel worse. And then I'm going to start arguments between them and their family. And, na, 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 na. and then you get even more down so you can't rise up in faith. But you know what? All those, remember, those are traps of the enemy. Ooh. When, you, when you speak negative about what might happen, you're calling bad things that are not as though they were. Well, I've heard, you know, I've, uh, I haven't paid my mortgage or whatever. I'm going to lose my house. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, oh, I got symptoms. So now, it's probably COVID. However, if it's the flu, it's probably worse. <laughs> Don't I? <laughs> They're laying off people. Oh, boy, I'll probably lose my job. You know what? Oh, I probably have a car accident. See, when you call things that, right. that are not, are not <laughs> as though they were, see, you, you're, then you're calling stuff in. Okay, now, all right, I wanted to get to this point. The whole thing about, well, that is just crazy. You're calling in stuff. Okay, so your dog or cat is outside, and there's, you, you wanted to feed the dog. But the dog, you go outside, and the dog's not around. You don't see the dog. And your neighbor, you're kind of looking around and looking around. Your neighbor comes out, and he says, what's wrong? Is something wrong? And, and, uh, and he's, you say, well, I can't find my dog, and I wanted to feed it. And besides, it looks like a storm's coming. And the neighbor says, well, have you tried calling the dog? Well, I can't do that. I'd be lying because I don't see the dog. How can I call the dog? You see what I mean? In the natural, we'll call the dog. Right? But they tell you you're crazy if you call in that you're healed. Which is more eternal word. It's eternal forever established in heaven. <laughs> see, people say that's foolishness. You're calling yourself, well, would you been diagnosed by the car? And you say, well, yeah, if you don't, it's like the dog. Or the cat. Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> they say I say that really good. Jesus. <laughs> okay, so it's not foolishness because they know the dog may never be there unless you call it. You will never get healed unless you call what the word of God says out loud. And this is another thing. Now, this, I boy, I was strict about this when... They said about the cancer, I never said my cancer or never say my diabetes, my heart trouble. Don't do that. My arthritis. It ain't mine. It ain't mine. It might be on my body, but it isn't mine. Okay? <laughs> Whatever. My allergies, my this, my that, you know, don't see it sounds foolish in the natural to call something you already have. But it's simple and it's tremendous truth in the Bible. And because we've been taught wrong, the devil has blinded our minds. And the word is full of this. 
it tells you Abraham, the, he, he changed his name. And he called, you know what, let's go there. It's Romans 4. And I'll, we're going to receive communion this morning, too. So, yeah, I, I told them they got it ready. <laughs> That's what I was whispering. <laughs> okay, Romans 4. Okay, let's see. Praise God. Verse 17, as it is written already in the word of God, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens or makes alive the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. There it is. That's one of them. I mean, it's all over in the Bible. Abraham, who against hope, believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was prophesied to him or spoken beforehand. I'm putting words, you know what I'm talking about. And so shall his seed be. And being not weak in faith, and Abraham wasn't even born again, he considered not his own body now dead. In other words, to, to have a child. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't even consider it. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Most of us stagger on what our symptoms are, or what we see or feel or heal here. He wasn't even born again. But he was strong in faith while giving glory to God. He had the good songs there. And being fully persuaded what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And see, we had to be born again and be in the time when Jesus had died on the cross to even be called righteous. But because he believed God so strong, it was imputed to him as righteousness. Now, I want you to go back to verse 19. And I got this from Buddy Harrison, who is now in heaven. Uh, leave out the knots. <laughs> We've done this before. And being weak in faith, he considered his body. See it? Now dead, when he was 100 years old, and he considered the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered at the promises of God through unbelief. You leave out the knots, see? I could say, but he was not strong in faith, giving glory to God. But see, do you see what I'm talking I mean, so actually your answer is going to exist in two forms. The invisible form, the word, invisible. And we've got to believe that we receive our answer in the invisible form before we see it in the visible form. Because it will come. When you call it, 
If I call for my answer, I will see it. You will have whatsoever you say. Mark eleven twenty three. the end of the verse. Remember we put it up there? Whosoever shall say to this problem, to this mountain, get out of here. Be thou removed. Be thou cast into the sea. And, you know, one day the Lord told me, when I, especially when I had that cancer, for another one, that the seawater dissolves things. So I told it to be dissolved from the roots. But anyway, be thou cast into the sea, and you won't doubt in your heart, but shall believe that whatsoever you say, say, say out loud shall come to pass. You will have whatsoever you say. And you can say just period. You're going to have what you say. 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 You're going to have what you say about your kids. You're going to have what you say about your finances. You're going to have what you say about your body. Yes, go to the doctor. Do get some medicine. I did. You know, I got surgery. You know, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. <laughs> but And then you, you do what you have to. And don't tell the doctor, well, I don't believe what you say. Don't say that. Don't be a cornflake. <laughs> don't be flaky about stuff. <laughs> you, but, but you just do what I, I did tell my doctor. I don't like a lot of drugs. You get to my age, you take a lot of drugs, you're going to die quick. It starts to affect all your organs. And you know what? He respected me. And he said, good, Dr. Wolf. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's like he respected that. There were certain things I didn't agree, you know. Well, your cholesterol high. I said, he said, well, you're 83. He said, you've had it all this time. And he said, you're still kicking pretty good. <laughs> and he said, I'm not going to give you a statin drug. I said, well, I won't take it anyway, so why should you bother? <laughs> I actually said that. He laughed. Because <laughs> I have gotten prescriptions for stuff and threw them away. I, I never, I've, they kept calling me, well, you get your prescription ready. I'm not partaking it. <laughs> okay. So maybe you don't see healing in your body, but you call body healed. Or you call in your finances. Those two things God redeemed us from, he actually died on the cross. We know the spiritual thing about getting born again, but there's more to it. He actually wants you to live heaven on earth. But if you continue to call it, it will show up. Heal, healing is waiting for my faith. Finances are waiting for my faith to call it in from the invisible form. The more you call it in, the sooner it will manifest. By calling it in faith, you transfer your answer from the invisible form to the visible form. Invisible form to the visible form. See, God made transfers from his realm to this realm through words. Light be. You know what? Uh, he called in, and that light was not the sun and the moon. Did you know that? He, he didn't call in the sun and the moon until the fourth day. You know what he meant? Light, the light of the word of God, the light, the spiritual light. You're full of light if you're born again. You're, you're light. You go into a dark place 
And you'd be surprised, darkness wants to flee from you. Sometimes people don't even like you because they see the light in you. Mm -hmm. You're too light. And don't, so don't get offended. <laughs> Think, whoa, that must have more light than I thought. It's true. Yeah, yeah. He knows it. <laughs> So see, it's through words, but not just empty words, faith-filled words. God knew light existed in his realm. And, you know, we won't have the problem with faith when we realize health exists in God's realm. Because there's no sickness in heaven. And you cause the invisible to become visible with your words. But see, and to back that up, you're already a citizen of heaven. It says that in Philippians. You're a citizen. You are citizens of heaven. And you have been just brought to be ambassadors on earth. It even says when you're born again, you're a new nation. All the nations of the earth will, will be dissolved and gone. But you're a new nation. And the, the, the real church is those who are born again throughout the world. That's, and they could be in other churches that don't even believe or talk about being born again. Okay, amen. I'm going to stop. All right. So, you know what? You, you call in your healing. Get into the healing scriptures. You know what? Even right now, as we receive communion together, um, let's... Make sure you're not in unforgiveness, unforgiveness toward anyone. And, um, but see, now that's not a feeling either. It's a feeling. You've, you, but as an act of my will, I forgive other people in obedience to the word. You said, if I confess my sin, that you're faithful and just to forgive me. That's 1 John 1, 9. Would you put 1 John 1, 9 up there out of the King James? This is important. Yeah, because I'll read it to you. A lot of times we die prematurely because of something like this. It says, I'm going to read it to you before we receive... And uh, gosh, we should have a song. Huh? Oh, you know what? There is a song on uh, an old CD back there about One Body. She has it. Ready? Oh, okay. Wow, you guys are on the ball. So, because I. Okay, so then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in a way that is unworthy of him will be guilty of profaning and sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Let a man thoroughly examine himself, and only when he has done so should he eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discriminating and recognizing with due appreciation that it is Christ's body eats and drinks a sentence upon himself. Judgment. That careless and unworthy participation is the reason many of you are weak and sickly, and quite often enough of you have fallen into the sleep of death or died 
prematurely. For if you would searchingly examine yourself, detecting your shortcomings and recognizing your own condition, we would not be judged and penalty decreed by divine judgment. We've opened the door for the enemy. Okay, now there's two ways of discerning the body. We, as born-again Christians, are the body of Christ. We're the hands, the feet, the arms, the legs. Right? But you take your place. It says the fivefold is the shoulders. So I guess I'm the shoulder, one of the shoulders. But, you know, you, we all need to be in a place. Yes, we all have a place. It's extremely important that you know that because you're not fulfilling the will and plan of God. And you're going to be blessed. What, what happens is that's when your finances start to flow. That's when you get stronger faith and your, your body keeps going. Even if you have those down times, God forgives you. <laughs> you know, um, okay, that's discerning each other and not being in unforgiveness. Loving each other, not gossiping about each other, not judging each other. You know, not criticizing each other. Criticize yourself, judge yourself, gossip about yourself. <laughs> I just did. I gossiped to you about myself. Um, okay, the other way is what Jesus did to his own body when he went to the cross. He, he did that so you could be healed. It says, by his stripes. What? 39 lashes with glass, with broken wire, with wire, twisted wires, with bones, sharp bones. And, and there was like, how many? Yeah, we figured so. 300, really. He was, okay, he was, you know, and the Roman soldiers would, Oh, they would lift weights so they could they could go and go and then dig and twist so that would and it says that's where your healing came from when he shed his blood on the cross that's how you got born again but he, did he do that for nothing I'm talking to myself too here you know <laughs> and yeah but I mean I am standing yeah, I'm standing. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, it, it's just discerning, discerning what he did on that cross for you. And also discerning your brothers and sisters. Because it's just like, okay, so what I was talking about, you know, bone to bone knee, bone to bone hips, you know, like that. And that hurts. <laughs> so, but maybe that's, that's what, it, what if you were one of the bones? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Now, see, that makes my body hurt. But if, if you're one of the bones who isn't operating in the plan of God that he puts you in, then that hurts the rest of the body. Just like mine's not operating right, right now, and that hurts my body. Because we're all body parts. It's huge. Yeah. This, this lady saw way back when we were 
and whew, her husband was an intercessor for Kenneth Copeland's ministry. That was way back in the early 80s. And um, they, got, they got married. And then one day she said, she said, I had a vision. And she said, I saw, what was it? She saw her own self. Yeah, no, but she saw a body. And she said, and yeah, and, and this hand was taking a knife and going, and she says, Lord, why? Why is that ripping up like their own body? And he said, that's what the, my body does to each other. When they criticize, when they judge, when they gossip, when they do all those things. And he said, they are my body and it hurts me too. Mm, I'll never forget that. Yeah, Jim Gilsdorf, yeah. Yeah, and his wife. Whoa, when she said that. Would you do that to your own body? Probably not, unless you were, you know, something was really mentally wrong. And, uh, but that's what we do. But so that's why we have to forgive each other. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. And the way we receive communion here, um, you, well, he'll have, he'll, he'll have the whole tray because we're still, as soon as we run out of these, I think we're going to get the other stuff. <laughs> we're still the COVID thing, like the, you have to tear off the, anyway. So you'll hold it, and um, so you can go play. And we, the ushers will dismiss you one by one to get the communion cup. So you want to start playing that song, please? And, yeah, you've got the words Look at the words. One life to believe. Believe for whatever a job or whatever you need. Your, maybe it's your parents you're believing for or, or something to that effect. Or a husband or a wife or whatever um, and that's there it is oh. and when Jesus had given thanks he took that bread and it was a loaf of bread and I always say this it, 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 it was one whole loaf representing that there's one whole, one Christianity one, one body. body of Christ on the earth one and he took, the, the, he took pieces, but we're all individuals. And so that's why we have to, but we're all parts of one another. You know, my shoulder hurts. <laughs> Maybe that affects you, what I'm talking Amen. about, Amen. spiritually. So it says, and when Jesus had given thanks, he took the bread, he broke it, and he said, take this and eat, for this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And now, you know what? If you need healing in your body, I call my body healed. I call my bones 
healed. I am bone of God's bone and flesh of flesh. And I'm one spirit with him. And in him I live and move and have my being. See, if whatever it is you need, you have the mind of Christ. You have the, that's a scripture. I have the mind of Christ. Yeah, I hold the thoughts and the feelings, the plans and the purposes of God. And the Holy Spirit brings to my remembrance things I need to remember and shows me things to come. Amen. Just whatever it is. So let's just receive this together. For this is talking about us being one body. <laughs> and after the same manner, he took the cup. And once he had supped, he said, this cup is the New Testament. And, and, and you know what? We are one with him in the New Testament. In his blood. And his blood was shed for our sins. And when we sin now, it says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Well, I don't feel like I forgive. You forgive by faith. Yes. Faith, remember, right. isn't a feeling. Amen. I'm, you might still feel mad at that person, but say, God, I'm doing this in obedience to your word. So let's, let's just take that, receive that together. <laughs> Amen. And it says, as often as you do this, you do it in remembrance of him. I do it every morning. Yeah, you can do it at home all the time. And remember what he did for us. So, all right. And so the ushers will pick those up. Okay. One, we have one more thing, so um, you can be seated. <laughs> I was just going to dismiss you. <laughs> Okay. It won't take long. Amen. Amen. I'm not doing it though. <laughs>